0: Hey guys, Mike here from Two Player Bros. I just want you guys to know before we start the episode that this is our first episode for Two Player Bros where we did three people. So the way we had the microphone set up, I guess, is a little weird. So Dave is a little too far from his microphone apparently, and he doesn't pick up as well as maybe he should most of the time. You can still hear him, and you can still hear our episode. It's actually a pretty good episode, and I think uh you guys will enjoy it. That's why I didn't want to not post it. So without further ado, here is two player bros with special guest star Russ Lyman. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two Player Bros. I'm Mike, and with me as always is Dave. How
1: what you up, doing, what Dave? Up, what up, <laughs> All right, Mike. I've listened to our past two episodes. We've played Animal Crossing.
0: You've listened to two more entire episodes in your four episodes we've done this together than Alex did as co-host for 10 or 11 episodes. <laughs> yeah, we're not here to take <laughs>
1: shots. I listened, I listened to Animal Crossing. Yes. I love that game more than anything in the world. Mm-hmm. And we were so negative about it. And it's true. I listened to our Doom podcast. Far and away, the best game we're going to play this year, hands down. Like I doubt we'll play a better game than Doom. And we were so negative about it. So what we need is some positive fucking activity. And that is why I have brought with me today, YouTube.com/slash Russ Lyman. <laughs>
0: nice. Hello. What's up, Russ? <laughs> How's it going? I'm here. Thanks for coming, Russ. Hey. I no appreciate you you're coming on the show.
1: There is not a more positive person <laughs> on the internet. That's right.
0: Yeah, that doesn't like seem more serial killery.
1: I mean
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: I mean, it's you go dark. more positive than that. You're, you're getting into some are you really that positive
1: vibes? Once oh, you go past you're, Lyman. You're not accusing him of being a serial No, I'm killer. saying anything past
2: Lyman, <laughs> you're getting into some crazy territory. What about Lyman on a good day? <laughs> Lyman on a good day is borderline. <laughs> I've been, I've been compared to, for those who uh, have kids out there, to uh, Blippy. Yes, I've I, seen the Blippy.
0: You posted a, a link that showed you as Blippy, but right. I like that because I didn't want to bring it up to you. But I was on Amazon Prime last year, and he was the first thing that pops up because um, me and my girlfriend share it with someone else who has kids. And so they have a bunch <laughs> of kid recommendations, and he was right on the screen. And I was like, oh, Elise, come here. It's Russ. <laughs> Wait, so, so Blippy is not the
1: clown from Cu- Cuphead? Am I confused?
0: He might also be the clown from Cuphead, but he is also a
2: I have never watched it. Is he a Pee-Wee Herman-esque yeah, character? Yeah, it's kinda like Pee-Wee Herman Playhouse, basically. He does uh, you know, kids, kids shows, variety shows, and he'll go to like a, a park or like the aquarium and be very like, oh hey kids, we're at the aquarium. We're gonna learn about fish today. Woo! Ah. Wait, you are Bloopy, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but I always thought it'd be funny if I did like an episode of like a DIY or me working on the car but dresses blippy and like did like a spoof on it. Essentially just,
1: like, steal his content, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so this re- is a good <laughs> reek re- of those
2: rewards and AdSense.
1: I guess it's a
0: good segue for those who don't know Russ Lyman. Why don't you explain who you are and what you do? Right. Right.
2: Well, I actually worked with both of you guys at the movie theater for quite some time.
1: Way back when,
2: way back, when back
0: in the day, back and, when there uh, were movie
2: theaters, right? <laughs> when people flocked to the movies. But now I do, uh, I do YouTube. Um, as like a part-time thing put out weekly videos revolving around video games um a lot of diy uh props game controllers consoles stuff like that and the biggest prop my custom super mario car that i have
1: everyone loves your goddamn mario yeah so
2: it's uh you know looks just like mario's car in the game it's red white and blue got yellow wheels and i got a big giant blue shell on the top of it it's a cargo carrier it's functional it opens up and just recently, I rolled out the business of uh, drive-by birthdays. Since we're in this quarantine, um, a lot of kids can't have birthday parties and invite their friends over. So I offered my services to come by with my car and uh, I play sound effects on the car and gets the kids happy, and they could take pictures in front of the car while you know I stay in the car. And it's been a big hit. So excellent,
1: nice, nice. And if someone wanted to do that, where would they, uh, where would they go?
2: You could head to Russ lyman.com well it's russ hyphen uh, well, well, lyman.com
1: because <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: already taken <laughs> all
0: right oh, hold the plugs for the end hold the plugs for the end dave loves plugs at the end he's by the way he's
1: talking about a service. <laughs> plug a service
0: so that does sound very nice for us but unfortunately we're not here today to talk about a nice game we tried to get you on for a nice game but
2: you don't play animal crossing russ i know I've been PlayStation heavy this month.
0: That's right. So, why don't you, as our special guest, why don't you tell the folks what we're uh, going to be talking about today? Not that they don't already
2: know because they clicked the title. Episode episode already, there. But whatever. <laughs> but we're going to be, uh, yeah, checking out Resident Evil 3 Re- remake. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it just came out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Mm-hmm. I picked it up on PS4. We actually have, had to get it at curbside pickup at Best Buy.
1: You have to embrace the digital future, Russ. Uh, yeah, we're all about I the I wanted that steel book, though.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't bought a physical video game since, I think, Dark Knight Arkham City. Wow. Because it had a Batman statue. And no, I did buy Arkham Knight. I bought Arkham Knight because GameStop was the only one offering uh, the Harley Quinn downloadable content if you got the physical copy only which I always regretted, but then he bought the uh, digital copy. So I'm fine now because we do game share. (laughs) Game share is legal. Is it not? Should I be cutting this out? I thought it was fine.
1: I thought it was to encourage more people to buy. I don't know. I mean, we, we live in the same structure, not in the same apartment, but the same structure. So I think we're good. Yeah. And we have
0: been ever since we started this.
1: (laughs) All right, let's let's talk about Resident Evil. Mike, you're the you're supposed to be the host. You have to keep us on track. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. I was saying, have either you guys played
2: the original on the original PlayStation? I have. I don't know about Dave. Yeah,
1: yeah I've, I've played. OK. Resident Evil one through four. I like
2: there you go. One, yeah. Three, have you played Code Veronica?
1: No.
0: OK, so I've also played. One through four, I didn't play five or six because I heard they were garbage. I actually don't really like four that much. You've played five briefly i played the demo for five i've never played at through five the, at the
1: very least you've spent hours watching your brother play five that is true because <laughs> that game was on your tv constantly he
0: loves he loves the four five six resident evils uh i actually don't think resident evil three is it was not my favorite it was probably my least favorite of the survival horror type resident evils back in the day right, right. although i believe it was alex's my brother's favorite Survival horror one, that's, although he did really like one and two and played them over and over again, he would tell me that three was his favorite.
1: Are you sure? Yeah, that's, I'm a, sure. that's a pretty gross statement. To it, I, I understand. That so you get should that. be right about <laughs>
0: Uh, my favorite Resident Evil is probably Code Veronica, which I know is kind of, I, I, I will say I like that as, as the underdog, but I, obviously, Resident Evil one and two always have a soft spot, and Resident Evil two is the one I've played the most. But Resident Evil Code Veronica was really, really cool. I felt like they did some cool things, and it was the first Resident Evil that had. On the Dreamcast anyway, really, really good graphics where it was like, wow, it was the first time on Dreamcast I was like blown away for what the Dreamcast could do graphically.
1: Is that tank controls?
2: That is also the last of the tank control ones. Yeah, I need to. uh Zero
1: would be the last. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Oh, zero came zero, out yeah. yeah.
2: I have on PS2. It's a uh, co-Veronica X. Yeah, that came so out. Uh, I haven't afterwards. tried it yet. It's because nobody played the Dreamcast because nobody had Dreamcast. Really. Right. So I'm, I'm curious to uh, give that a go. I picked that one up and two other games on the PlayStation 2 are. Um, shoot. What what are they called now? Something like there was like mm. file one and file two. Were those the shooter ones? The first person shooter ones? It might have been. Those are garbage. Russ, don't play them. <laughs> see if I could see it. Zoom in in my picture so that I took.
1: Well, I played
2: the first person shooter one on the PlayStation that came out. Oh, I can't remember the name uh, of that. I remember that. One. Is it dead aim? Oh, yes, it was dead aim. That was fun, short, but also not good. (laughs) There's no save. You have to beat it in one sitting. (laughs) So it saves like once you beat the game. There we go. They were our Resident Evil Outbreak and Resident Evil Outbreak 2. Okay, those are like the multiplayer ones. You could do multiplayer. It's file one and file two. So I picked those up. So I'm
0: kind of curious on those. Those are multiplayer. Those are multiplayer. The outbreak ones.
1: I thought that was like operation raccoon city or something like
0: that that's uh that's a different one as well they put up a bunch of there's so many you can see
1: there's a lot of these (laughs) a lot of the umbrella chronicles and all this (laughs) right
0: it's it's all the mainline resident evils are the only ones you really should or need to play if you were fans of the uh, the franchise
1: i would say you don't even need to play those
0: (laughs) dave is uh (laughs) well before we get into dave's opinion on resident evil what's your uh favorite resident evil that you've played
1: probably four
2: Cause okay. it's cl- a lot of people like four. Yeah, it's close to that. A lot of
1: people say five are the best
2: one. <laughs> five was very <laughs> run and gun action. And right. four was close to that, but still had a lot of like scary moments in it, which I liked. Now, did um, you play seven? Yes, because I love seven. And, and I had to like really force myself to play it because I wasn't big into first person style games. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's Resident Evil. I'm just going to buy it and I'll make do and i enjoyed it didn't it surprise you how much it still plays like that survival horror though just with that first person perspective right and i was gonna say we could good segue here It was very (laughs) interesting that resident evil 3 started out in first person when you start the game yes i thought so and i'm like i could have sworn this was a third person game (laughs) and how it switched after i was kind
0: of cool with it being first person the whole way through personally
2: i didn't know if they were going to make it as an option how um what does that fallout does that you can play in first person yeah there's a bunch
0: of games where you can pull out and be third person battlefront does it i, I like the first person resident evil i don't think it would have worked in this one no. because right because it's more action heavy and i would have been murdered but in seven it closes your your view so it really creates a creepy scary experience oh yeah for the first time in a long
1: time in resident evil so in seven you can choose between no seven no. you're forced it's as, just well, well, yeah. as a survival horror game i don't think you would ever be able to get the option between those two like You're making the game one way or the other. It's a very like focused experience, right? We want you looking here. Yeah. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine them letting you change like camera angles and perspectives at all, because that would kind of like undercut everything they do.
2: Right. I will say what kind of stunk about my playthrough of it. Um, So I picked the game up and the next day
1: you're here to be positive. You don't. (laughs) Is this is this of
2: three or seven of three Resident Evil three? (laughs) I picked the game up and of course um, I, I do YouTube, so I wanted to stream it. I thought it'd be fun to live stream it. So I live streamed it. The only downside of that is I um, I have to have two giant lights on me for my green screen. So it kind of takes you out of that atmosphere of being scared because I can't play in the dark. I do have my headset on, but it's like super bright.
0: Right <laughs> now, Dave, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the game and how we feel about it, why don't you tell people your experience with Resident Evil and what you think about Resident Evil in general?
1: I feel like you want me to start like granted. I, I, I think Resident
0: I have very positive things to say about Resident Evil, although I don't like four, five, and six. Resident Evil itself is ingrained in my childhood, and I love the initial you, games. You don't like four. Four is okay. It does have some scary moments, but I don't think the newer games kind of combined the survival horror of the tank controls and the action of four in a in a very fantastic way. And for that, I think four was the precursor. So I appreciate four a little more, and I actually want to go back and play it. I think I have bought it on Xbox, but I haven't played it in a while. I haven't tried it Four, since, I, it, since it came back to Xbox. Uh, yeah, it's available on Xbox one. I'm pretty sure it's on Xbox one or PlayStation four. One of the two. Oh,
1: I, I know that that's rumored to be the next one they're remaking.
0: I saw that, too, which may be sad because I like code. I will sign the petition to yeah. say
2: no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Anyway, my uh, my. Past with Resident Evil. I don't talk about it a lot, but I have a lot of fucking anxiety, man. I don't <laughs> like survival horror in general. Mm hmm. Uh, but as a kid, I definitely played through one through three. Um, but it was always something that I had to do. Someone had to be with me. <laughs> okay, We had to have the lights on and we had to be, be talking while we were playing. And I have tons of respect for the original one, two and three because they are fantastic games. Like I can I can see they're fantastic games, even if they're not. Personally, my cup of tea, I get scared. I used to get scared just hearing Resident Evil two <laughs> oh, <that? laughs> like i could not deal with it like it was really hard five i actually never played i mean i I saw alex playing it all the time but it's weird i heard it stepped really far away from the horror roots it did
2: yeah and, i did like that it was multiplayer though i played with my friend yeah that so kind of was fun
1: you would think that would be like an opening for me to get in there but i was kind of like no it's supposed to be horror and i had no interest in it's
0: it. it's dumb. Jill Valentine's a bad guy. She's got a diamond on her chest. Is that <laughs> yeah. five or
2: six? That's five,
0: right? That's five. Because it's Cause also I didn't play six. six. Yeah, I, I I kind six of was six. like, eh. six. Six is like you're watching seven. a movie. From what I saw, Alex play of it.
2: Well, I heard they tried too much on six, where it's broken up between sections. So like one's very actiony, mm-hmm. one's one's your horror. One's like I guess they want to appeal to everyone.
1: Yeah, and then so, seven is a return to the horror roots. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. seven yeah. is is first person. very horror. It's very original
0: resident evil because you're in the mansion there's a lot of callbacks it does get a little more i, would, I don't want to call it action heavy at the end but the beginning is almost no shooting you have very limited ammo you want to run away from them instead of kill them the molded who are some of the bad guys they aren't really zombies the family that's after you who are kind of invincible but at the, at the end of the game you get some of that i need that bazooka and that flamethrower but very little it's very horror puzzle driven yeah That's all I got about that. I mean, I love I love Resident Evil seven, but we're not doing that today.
2: Resident Evil three. We're (laughs) doing
1: Resident Evil three remake.
0: So, Russ,
2: you're the guest. You first. How did you feel about Resident Evil three going in? Everyone was like, it's really short. That was their main complaint. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I mean, it's fine if it's short. The original, I remember not taking very long to get through it. Um, And it was an enjoyable play. I played on the assistant mode so you get uh started with the- no wonder you beat it in one stream oh coward. yeah <laughs> i did it, it the stream was like five plus hours and it my completion time i think was four and a half hours on it but i I'm, died a few i'm times, mad at you a few times. <laughs> listen I, I ain't got time to get get stuck in a part i just want to enjoy the story play the game <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was playing through that and people were having a good time um you know watching me can
0: I ask you a question, Russ? Okay. On the last fight, did you accept the super armor they they, they offer you?
2: I don't think I needed it. No. <laughs> okay. No. Nobody offered me super
1: armor.
0: Uh, the the not the last Nemesis fight, but the fight before that, his first form where you're in the dumpster area thing. I died twice, and they were like, "Do you want some armor for that?" Oh, see,
1: I never got, I never got offered.
2: <laughs> That's funny armor. to say that you say with that that these new games do that because in Doom. They also have the armor. Yeah, like if you get armor. something like, is that a new thing in Doom? It's way harder.
0: And I think they all stole that from like <laughs> the new pi- Nintendo games. <laughs> I think I think,
1: it, I think
0: Kirby pioneered
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, normally, I would have no issue with someone playing. on like the easy mode of a game. But for something about like survival horror, I feel like you're really undermining what they're going for. But I guess they offer it. So live your life. Well, it's like <laughs> but- <laughs> play
2: it and then you kind of get a feel for where everything is and then go back and through like I watched reviews and stuff and people are like if you want that real survival horror feel then you get to if you beat it at hard mode it unlocks nightmare mode and then and there's like, like a, there's a mode after that I believe as is well is there me yeah so they said nightmare you really put you in that scare
1: yeah well nothing to do with that <laughs> yeah jeez yeah. Like,
0: oh, I feel like by playing it on the assisted mode though by then going into normal by knowing where everything is you've kind of you're like this, Even the normal. I'm a mode. pro gamer now. But normal mode was pretty easy. I mean, normal mode. I finished maybe an hour more than you did. Maybe two hours more. I think I was six hours completion time, ten hours of play time because I probably left my game on while I was on the inventory screen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. I was normal mode seven fifteen, so seven hours fifteen minutes. It wasn't. It wasn't too much harder. I spent most of that time just running around the streets at the beginning of the game because I had no idea where to go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe I was just more put off when I uh, because I played Doom and I played on the uh easiest level on doom and that was still wicked hard (laughs) yeah yeah i know someone else who did that but he
1: went back and replayed it so okay (laughs) i have now beaten all of doom on hurt me plenty by the way
0: i'm proud by the way i'm proud of you
1: (laughs) (laughs) including the boss fight that i told you i wasn't gonna do
2: (laughs) (laughs) so russ other than it being short how did what did you feel about the game i thought it was great atmosphere um the nemesis looked great uh he didn't do the stars thing he did it once or twice, but
0: yeah. To talk about that, I guess to jump into that. Sorry, the Stars thing? Just- in the original game, he kept saying Stars. Because he's after uh, them. Over and over and over because he's after them, but he's also, maybe I'm getting this wrong, he's also a member of Stars originally before he got transformed, right? Is he not Brad or another member of Stars in the original game?
1: No. Um, remember, I think they did that in the movie. In the.
2: I mean, too. By
1: the way, we talk about spoilers here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> In the memos you get and stuff, it says that he's from Europe. He's, yeah, I he's saw that. Movies. Yeah.
0: So they they completely take away well, Brad, the backstory of I mean, the original. No, Brad
1: is in this game. You, Brad is in this Brad game, right. Brad is at the uh, police station, right? Right. You, you he becomes a cover. zombie.
0: Yeah, he eats. He He's the one that bites the cop from the second game mm-hmm. who was in the lobby with you. Yeah. But it was my understanding that in the third one, and granted this was 1998 or whatever, so this is years ago now, that the nemesis was all about stars and actually... Toward the end, didn't really want to fight Jill because he was a member of Stars himself, who got mutilated. Uh, he didn't make it back. He was like part of Alpha Team or something. Oh,
2: I'm I, not sure. Yeah, yeah not I sure about that. But they
0: cut all that out. I know there's a ton of story in this game that they seem to cut out involving the Nemesis and who he is and why he was created. Maybe instead. they're
2: still flushing out the story back then, and they kind of got a better handle on it now, and they're like, right. well, no, they. Well, I think what well, they're now I, they're cutting it back.
1: I think what they're doing with Resident Evil Two and Three is they're trying to like reestablish the canon because, like, we we're talking about the. Talking about it at the beginning, there's so much Resident Evil. It goes all I, over the place. I think it could really use like a, a hard reboot. Right. Which they seem like they've been trying to do, but have never been really willing to completely commit to.
0: <laughs> I almost thought they were going to do it at the end of this game. Again, spoiler alert, when Jill has the vaccine and she's going to cure everyone in Raccoon City. I was like, oh, well, maybe they won't blow it up this time with a nuclear <laughs> weapon <laughs> and not do that stupid thing and actually like cure everybody. And then that way, the disease will have gone away. And no one will really know Umbrella produces zombies. Because after that, in Resident Evil 3, it's like, where do you go from there? How is
1: Umbrella (laughs) still in business? I'm sorry. At the beginning of this podcast, can you just edit in a bunch of spoiler alerts? (laughs) Because we always go into spoilers, but I feel like this time we really just... But who's going to be there? (laughs) Who's
2: listening to a podcast called Resident Evil? I haven't played that game. I'll listen to that
1: podcast.
2: (laughs)
0: This isn't a preview. This is a review.
1: I If I don't have intentions of playing a game right. and I see a podcast up about it, I'll listen to it. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Too. I just don't want to break anyone's heart here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they haven't changed the story from the game that came out in the 90s, so. <laughs> True. All right, Dave. I'll go
0: last because I'm the host, I guess. What did you feel about Resident Evil 3? Describe it in more words than how you described it last episode, which was, uh, hold on, let me see if I can bring up this quote. <laughs> that's the one. That's the quote.
1: I completely understand that resident evil 3 is supposed to be a more action oriented version Mm -hmm. of resident evil 2 like in the original cut of the game it was and in the remake it's the same but i just don't think it's a game that really has an identity and i don't like it i think it all feels bad um it's supposed to be survival horror right? Am I, am I wrong that Resident Evil is survival horror? This, right.
0: this one definitely, yeah, absolutely. And it should, they all should be, absolutely. And
1: again, I have a lot of anxiety, like, if a game is scary, I am I'm struggling to get through it. My heart is racing. <laughs> Dude, did you want me to come sit with you when you played it? I would have sat with you, man. Well, with this game, I thought it was all just kind of a joke. Like, all the stuff with the nemesis, like, in the game you play as Jill and you play as Carlos. I'd mm-hmm. say 90% of the Jill stuff there's no suspense there's it's just you clunkily running through streets while this guy chases you but everything he does is super telegraphed i'm never scared of him i'm never intimidated anytime he's about to show up it's very obvious Mm -hmm. i mean there's even like a three second transition at some of these times before (laughs) a nemesis cutscene starts like there's no like shock value or suspense to it at all and i was just like super super underwhelmed with the just again to go into my anxiety. Resident Evil 2 remake came out last year. I know you have to turn that off, right? I I got 10 minutes into it last year when it came out and I tried to play it again before this, this podcast. <laughs> I got about 20 minutes in this time. I can't do it. That game is terrifying. It's make. fantastic. This game is like the complete opposite of that as far as like suspense right. goes. Like a couple minutes into Resident Evil 2 once you're in the police station at the very beginning, First, he, start, he crawls under the, the door that's blocked off. Like, he opens the show. Right, open. yeah, Is that yeah. not
0: where you turned it off the first time? Because that's, that's where I figured you did that. That's the, yeah. the
1: first time I turned it off. It was there. I'm like, I don't want to know what's on the inside of the door. <laughs> I have no interest. <laughs> and then this time when I played, a, a couple of days ago, I sucked it up. I crawled under that door. And I walked down this hall. And I walked down another hall. And I got to, like, the media briefing room. Mm-hmm. And I walked around that room. Nothing happened. But Leon actually says to himself, he goes, come on, you got this. And I was like, honestly, Leon, <laughs> I don't think I do. <laughs> so I went to that room. There was nothing in there that I could tell. And I walked out of that room and I said, I can't, I can't, I just can't play that game. It's so suspenseful and uh, it's just not for me. I, I hate survival horror because of that. Mm-hmm. But also I respect what it's trying to do there. You mm-hmm. know? Um and I don't think Resident Evil Three did that at all, other than a little bit with Carlos when he revisits the police station. I feel like they get some good suspense moments. And I, I guess, I, I guess I didn't think Carlos in the hospital was that bad, but Jill in the hospital kind of had me uh, racing a little bit, making me a little nervous. But none of that even actually panned out to being anything. When it's,
0: she's in the hospital, there's one beta or yeah, one hundred beta was, that pops it, out of you. It
1: was strictly just the music and the ambiance. It's a little intense when when you're playing as Jill back in the hospital and you're just wandering around trying to like collect everything, even though you've already been to all these areas. Right. And it's not bad, but the music itself kind of had me a little anxious. See, I thought Carlos
0: in the hospital was the only time in the game that I actually felt a little anxious.
1: See, you, you didn't think Carlos in the police station? I really I really Carlos in the police station is my favorite part of the game.
0: Well, I think because I've already been there and this takes place before once I realized it takes place before. uh two happens. Once he bites that cop and he runs inside, I'm like, oh, this is before two. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, I can't go in that room. That's closed. It says keep out. (laughs) Then I realize I'm not collecting the spade key. I'm not collecting the club key. Weird door. (laughs) I love that. What a weird fucking door. (laughs) But the hallway with the liquor, I was like, all right, liquor's popping out. Or the people are coming through the windows, which in Resident Evil 2 always freaked me out because I didn't have enough ammo. But again, this game just throws ammo at you. Even in the normal mode that we're playing. I mean, it was probably even more in your game. I it's was just like, bam,
1: like, ammo, bam, bam, ammo. I never felt like I'm going to run out of ammo. In assisted mode, he had a fucking assault rifle. the entire right, time. start off with that. Yeah. Did
0: she just have that chilling at her house? Is it like immediately you have it?
2: <laughs> you don't get it until you get the gun off the cop. And then he's they, just, they just got an assault. You like a, oh, yeah. they just give it to you. They go, yeah.
1: Here's a gun. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I really wasn't vibing with it. Um. I liked everything as Carlos. I thought everything as Carlos was enjoyable. But as Jill, I was just. I was more annoyed about her inventory space. Does she does she start with less inventory space than Carlos? Because
0: she starts with less inventory space. By the time I got to Carlos, I had more inventory spaces, Jill, by really? two boxes.
1: Maybe it's just what she has to carry. Maybe she has to carry more key objects and stuff. I think that's probably um, what it is. But I constantly felt like I was managing like two inventory spaces. Like I had all my essentials and then I had just two free spaces. And it was constantly me finding something and going, can't pick it up because you can't even pick something up to swap it and put something else down. It's
0: you if you want to pick something
1: up and your inventory is full, you got to toss out whatever the other thing is and yeah, destroy it. And, and so you have to constantly mm. just work your way back to safe boxes and stuff. And I, I just I did not have a good time with this game. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's why we needed Russ here, because for as negative as we were on the last podcast <laughs> yeah. the games I really loved. I was <laughs> I was really worried about being too
0: negative with this. one. <laughs> well, I think I'm more of the middle ground between you guys, because I think, Russ, you really enjoyed it. I started to enjoy it a little more toward the end. Yeah. But I still don't like it. Resident <laughs> Evil 2. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil 2, when uh, me and Alex uh, talked about it on last year on the podcast, was probably our game of the year until uh, something else might have come out at the end of the year that might have topped it, and I don't remember.
1: Well, I don't think you recorded a podcast after August, so... <laughs> we didn't. We, I think there was we something after August. never would have August. talked yeah. about it. Or that you guys never would have talked about no. it. No. But I think e- even then, Resident Evil 2 Remake
0: might have still been my game of the year last year. It was so scary, so well done.
1: Better than Jedi Fallen Order? Oh, that did come out that last... No. God of War?
0: <laughs> God of year War was the year before. Uh, okay. Because God of War and Red Dead Redemption, I wasn't... I was always on the fence, which one I liked more. Uh, but that was the year before that. I don't know. I don't know. See, I, I was always really sad. We were never able to do a Jedi Order Fallen Order episode.
1: The great thing about this podcast, Mike,
0: is we can go back in time. Is we can just do whatever we want. <laughs> well, this summer with so we many games, so much dead. Time. There's so few games coming out. We might. It's at least at, almost as good, if not my my game of the year, I would say. Yeah. It, it's so good. So suspenseful.
1: This game is better. I mean, Resident Evil 2 remake is it's better than Fallen Order. Just so, you know, OK, I, I mean, <laughs> the year, OK, I love Fallen Order, but you can just tell that. Resident Evil Two has is better, way higher production quality. And Resident Evil Three just
0: throws a lot of that away. I feel like Dave said the suspense just isn't there. It's annoying. I hate jamming the A button when the zombies grab you because A, it doesn't do anything. No, yeah,
1: yeah. What happened with quick time events? I feel like they disappeared for a long time. They did. Like, this I, isn't a quick time event because in a quick time event, if you hit the button at the right time, Dave, something happens. Yeah, and what about just? crawling with the left joystick in that one segment. Oh, my God. Uh, Just crawling away. So, Russ, we had you on the podcast to tell you why your opinion is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) There was no suspense. The
0: nemesis, like you said, is all telegraphed. I was told there's no safe spaces. Even if you're in a safe room, he's going to get you. Nope.
2: Oh, you 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 did last night. Who told you that? uh, I was playing. Uh, A review I read. It is true. I was playing last night and I was doing something like checking something online and I didn't pause the game. And he came into the safe room and then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm being attacked. Oh, which part? It was it was before It was probably right before I went down into the subway.
1: Okay, yeah, that segment. Actually, I'm thinking of a different segment. There was one, though, where I don't know where I needed to run through a donut shop, but I couldn't find it. Right. So I ran into a safe room and I was fine in there. But I kept having to go back out in the street to find my way. But the nemesis was just like hanging out right outside the donut shop the best, <laughs> or, or right oh.
2: outside the subway where I was exiting. Did you guys go into the, um, the toy store? Yeah. With the lock pick, have mega, the Man. Megamans, yeah. mega man's in there, which is awesome. Um, but if the nemesis follows you, he'll stare at you through the window.
1: Oh yeah. that's And, and he like,
2: doesn't do anything, which is just creepy. And you're like, he's there. He's not going to come in. But as soon as I get out of this door, I got to book it. <laughs>
0: I just I just don't think the nemesis was very well done. And he was he became like this weird gangly monster way too quick. There was no backstory with him. And I I know you didn't like the inventory spots, which is classic Resident Evil having not enough inventory. But in this game, I felt like I always almost had enough inventory because I got the hip pouches pretty quick
2: and I didn't need as much ammo as they were throwing at me. And I didn't I didn't find a lot of the guns. I never found the magnum. So I didn't have that. I used it twice. <laughs> I
1: thought the Magnum. And I
0: didn't use the assault pistol at all. The assault pistol sucked.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. the assault pistol was terrible. I remember I was so excited because I got a hit pouch. And then immediately following, they're like, oh, here's a new gun and a new ammo that you have to carry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's my two spots. The Magnum was actually really good, though. That was probably the best gun in the game.
0: It is really powerful. Me. Yeah, when you use it. But by the end of the game, I had so many grenades because. I was afraid it was going to become Resident Evil as you went on. And like, I'm going to run out of ammo. I'm Um, never going to have enough ammo. So I saved it all.
1: And I had so much ammo at the end. (laughs) I just realized that was the problem with Jill is she had the grenade launcher as well as the shotgun. Yeah, with eight types of ammo. So that was why my inventory was always a problem probably because I'm carrying that thing everywhere too. Yeah, there was a moment where I just
0: carried my shotgun and grenade launcher. I just put my pistol away because I was just like, I have like 40 rounds for my shotgun and nothing's coming up. I don't know why
1: your pistol takes two spots as well. That's annoying too
0: once you upgrade it it does yeah the shotgun takes one and you upgrade it it's classic resident evil so i wasn't too mad about it although i will i agree with you i hate inventory management in games i, I think it's garbage it takes away from the gameplay I don't, how do you right. feel about that Russ? i don't
1: think 1 through 3 were as bad as this one they weren't as but, bad but they're all pretty
2: i mean bad. having
1: the the boxes
2: <laughs> that you could go to uh The storage boxes, sorry. Uh, (laughs) And change them out. Like if I knew there was a boss coming up, okay, let me get my grenade launcher. And you always
1: knew there was a boss coming up. Right. Because they telegraphed the shit out of Well, The
2: first first part that I got stuck in was in the sewers where those fish things came out. They're called gammas. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) That was the first time I died. And it must've taken me like 15 to 20 minutes to get past that part. Pro tip Russ,
0: one grenade and then one shotgun blast to the head and they're dead well
2: then so i was streaming and whoever was watching me was like you didn't grab the grenade launcher and i was like where is it and they're like it's right there like on your head <laughs> I, like, I didn't even see it
1: oh perfect
2: <laughs> but, i yeah. just meant like regular hand grenade
0: oh, okay
1: no i think one flame grenade to their or one flame round to their mouth kills them also well. kills them
0: the only monsters i was actually afraid over the betas because they could one hit kill you i mean so could the gammas but they're slow but the beta hunters always kind of put me on edge. I would say that's the only one where I was like, oh, shit, it's a beta.
1: <laughs> you probably only fight like six or seven of them in the game, right? Yeah, thank
0: God. <laughs> but yeah, if there were more of them, I it would be a tougher game.
1: Not to just complain for the sake of complaining, but that one room where you have to fight two of them, mm-hmm. and you know they're in there because you could see them through the glass beforehand. Yeah. And I just want to like peek through that door and toss a grenade. That's what I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You, I could not peek coming, through yeah. that door. Like as soon as I would... Knock into it, they start swinging through it, and I couldn't just like slide a grenade in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was so frustrating. I, I went in, booked it to the the first time I went in there,
0: I was like, "I'm gonna get you guys," and I died. <laughs> so, right. They and got the me second time, times. I ran to the right, and then ran back in. I did like a circle, like around half the room. They gathered at the door. So the second time, I just went in through my grenade and walked out, narrowly missed one of their swipes, and they both blew up in one hit. Yeah,
1: I, I only died in the game. I think 12 times throughout my playthrough, like six of them were this one nemesis chase I was talking about before where I kept where I couldn't find a way. Yeah. And then like three, three or four of them were just that one room with the two betas in it because I could not get in there and kill them. I know, it was a couple of like various deaths. Very easy game.
0: It was very easy, but that's I think one of the things I like about it going to more on Russ's side is Although I miss the survival horror aspect, I do like that this is the first Resident Evil game where they like score you on how fast you complete it and all that. That I would actually talking about. That let me finish my sentence. (laughs) That I enjoy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The other Resident Evils is I like going slowly. I like the challenge of it. I like figuring out the puzzles and collecting all the items. Like it's like rushing through it is also really hard for me because those games are really tough for me. But Resident (laughs) Evil Three, I feel like, is the first game I felt like. I feel like I would like to go back at least one more time and just try to rush through the game and see how fast I can go. Cause honestly, I don't give a shit about any of it. So I might as well rush through it and try to beat it.
1: Yeah. Uh, what I don't like about their ranking system is, you know, I got a C rank for my seven hours.
0: Mm, I got a C rank as well. What did you get Russ? I got a C. Okay.
1: Yeah. Unassisted. Well, this is, <laughs> this is what I didn't like about the ranking system. And I don't have, I've never cared about the ranking system in the Resident Evil game. So maybe it's always been like this, I. but yeah, so you can get, in this game, at least, I think other games have S plus, but this game has S, A, B and C. Okay, mm-hmm. Those are the rankings. Mm-hmm. So you get a C ranking for beating the game pretty much, period. It's a B if you beat it in less than four hours. And then it's an A or an S if you beat it in less than two hours. There's not a lot of like variance there. There's well, you get a hundred
2: headshots or whatever. You don't need
1: anything like that. It's just. I don't know. I don't I don't feel like there's any like real like rush. Of, oh, I should play it again and try to get the next ranking because like there's such like stark lines between the ranking, okay. between the rankings, you know, like four hours B, two hours A. Um, there's no like real sliding scale there. I don't know what I would actually want. I don't even know what I'm complaining about at the moment. I'm just rambling for the sake <laughs> I, of it. I agree but, that
0: the, the ranking system is a little cause weird because it's based on time and saves, well, which is weird.
1: Before you beat the game, you were texting me. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have such a good ranking. And I I thought like, that's why I was beasting through the game. And I was, I was like,
0: I don't think you're
1: kind of. <laughs> and then you got the same ranking. Yeah. As me. I thought I, if
0: you got to see, I was excited. I was hoping I'd get a B. I didn't yeah. think I'd get an A or an S because I know I saved like 25 times.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, anytime you see a typewriter. I <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> well, might as well. No
1: ink ribbons. Yeah, you worry about. Yeah. Say ink yeah, ribbons. And, uh, in the originals, you yeah, the ink ribbons. Right? In the
0: original, the ink ribbons. In two remake, you also don't have the ink ribbons anymore,
2: which
1: I.
0: I don't mind not having them. I think they added
2: them if you play in a harder mode. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Which... Eh,
0: I mean, I get it. It limits your saves, but also just, if you grade me on saving less when I play through again, that's going to restrict me. Because I know when, when I played the old Resident Evils, there were times where I would go, I don't have any ink, ink ribbons left. Screw this mode. I'm walking away from this game for a little while. Because <laughs> I would just get frustrated. So without the ink ribbons, I want to play a little bit more. Right. So... The one thing I do really love about this game as well is the graphics. I think the RE engine or the re engine or whatever they're at, they're calling it is one of the best engines on, on modern consoles right now. What do you guys
2: think? I'm fine. Uh,
0: fire looked awesome. <laughs> I think the fire and the, the lighting and the textures all look really, really good.
2: Like that first scene when you, um, you, you get past the nemesis and you're walking out and you see Brad and you see all like the neon lights and you're walking out like, this looks awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, graphically, I think it was a good looking game. This is the only game on the re engine that I've actually dove into as far as I can tell. Um, Yeah, I think the only other two were the game kind of controls like shit. So I'm not really going to comment on the engine. You like the controls? No, I I think everything feels clunky. I don't like it.
0: I think that's a harken back to kind of the tankish.
1: although I I, I don't don't, like. I don't think that's what they're going for. (laughs) <laughs> I don't like her,
0: her running away and her dodging is really all over the place. I feel I don't remember having an issue with that in Resident Evil 2, I or hate, if there even I, was dodging. In I two. hated
1: running from the nemesis, I don't think it was too.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, you could shove into mm-hmm. uh, what I didn't like about the controls is every time you're running from the nemesis, like this, it's not like you don't have like these super tight control over your character, and you spend some of so much of it just like running through alleys, like making like sh- sharp turns and stuff, and it never felt that smooth and then having to like spin the camera i don't know if this is what you guys did but i would spin the camera around while i was running just to check See, on them yeah, oh yeah, yeah sometimes made. yeah and like it just never felt good like i almost wish it was like a racing game where i had like a rear view mirror <laughs> yeah, button yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i could just turn my head back it would have felt oh, a lot yeah. better
2: <laughs> it, it took me a while to figure out if oh, at least on playstation if you hit down and um i think it was a circle circle yeah, you it, could it, do that fast turn
1: well, yeah, they don't. I, I would not want to do that with an M's behind me. <laughs> well, just so if
2: like, I run up, I want to grab something and then turn quick and run out rather than panning the camera and then running out.
1: Yeah, that that, that would definitely <laughs> solve some issues. There are there controls, are certain, but... certain
0: moves that they don't tell you in the game. You just kind of figure it out. Like dodging, there's a perfect dodge mm-hmm. and or stuff the, like that, which they don't teach you. You just do the, it. <laughs> the fact
1: that Carlos is a beast with his show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as soon as I got the assault rifle, I was like, oh, right, I'm going to light people up. And then Brad took forever as a zombie.
1: It was <laughs> it was just weird that, like, as Carlos, you're this character that has this assault rifle and stuff. With him, that should be the character that feels the more, like, more action-y, shouldn't it? Based on, like, just the way that he like, set the character up. Right. It should. Um, but by, by far, he was the character I felt, like, most, like, anxiety and intensity with. And that's how I wish the whole game felt, like... Where I was always nervous about something popping out, but you can put everything down real quick with the assault rifle if it does pop up. So it's just like these real tense moments before you shoot. Like, ah. <laughs> it's just, with Jill, it's just like I never got that anxiety. And whenever I did see zombies, they were always like real far away, and I just knew like okay, now I'm going to spend seven seconds shooting this guy in the head
2: <laughs> until <laughs> until yeah, he's yeah.
1: down, and then shoot him again a couple times. But like there was, they never even got close to me. Like. I was never even getting like bit or anything, as Jill. It was always just so obvious where the zombies were, and I don't know. It was just very, very underwhelming. I guess I shouldn't be complaining about it because it it, it kept you it, from getting anxiety. It kept some some years on my life.
0: <laughs> what did we think about the story of this game?
2: Who's going? Who's going? Me? I'll go. We'll go. <laughs> I mean, I did like that. It, it um because I I it. I was like, oh, this takes place Like during the same time as Resident Evil 2, Mm -hmm. like a little bit before and then a little bit after. Yeah. So I was like, that's kind of cool. Where you could almost look at it as back in the day, it could have been DLC essentially for Resident Evil 2, where it's that short action packed game where it's like, okay, it's only a little bit.
1: When Uh, did when did two come out originally?
2: I
0: wanna say ninety seven, but it might have been
2: ninety-six.
1: I mean, if it was that quick of a turnaround, I bet you in like a more current climate, it would have just been
2: DLC, DLC. right? Because it's on the same engine and it's in the same town. So it's like they how literally copy they really, paste the police. Right. station. <laughs> so it's like, how much did they really have to do? But I mean, I, I thought the story was cool. Uh, you know, she kind of wakes up in her apartment and doesn't realize like how many people turn so fast. Like, how could this escalate mm-hmm. so quick? I mean, it, really does escalate quick though if she just fell
0: asleep on the computer working and then she like woke up from her nap like that's that's a little that's a little much
1: (laughs) yeah uh, on paper i think the story is really good like i i'm very i was very interested in what was happening the whole time um i don't know i mean we talked about like these long pauses and stuff like between cutscenes and stuff should i take like cinematography into the story or are we talking about just like the written story on whatever you want because the written story on paper i think is interesting all the beats worked for me like i i liked the progression of everything um i just don't think it was told in a very compelling way with like these awkward cuts and stuff i don't know
0: i i think the drama was taken out of a lot of it with like how i mentioned earlier that the nemesis is just some dude from europe and not someone that jill knows he doesn't have like this kind of Frankenstein-esque quality to him, which is the one thing I did like in the Resident Evil 3 game. And every Resident Evil has to end in this giant laboratory that brings it into a more, too much of a sci-fi direction. Right, yeah. That I, I I always feel like that really takes everything out of Like, the game should just be creepy from start to finish. And it always ends in this big laboratory with this big kind of involved fight. Or, like, in this case, she gets this BFG, essentially, that she's got to load up against a nemesis. <laughs> and I just feel like that really takes a lot of the story out.
1: Yeah, it's such a weird... It's such a weird shot, like little cinematography, the little uh, cut that happens when she picks up the railgun, mm-hmm. and she looks like a fucking superhero. Yeah. And like
0: now she, now it's now we're watching an anime at this <laughs> point, and it's just like I, it's not what I signed up for when I'm watching Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> I do like that the ends Nikolai talks about having somebody else who hired him, like there's another company who wants to destroy Umbrella, right? To kind of further the story. I was hoping they'd throw some Resident Evil Seven moments in there. Like with the slime before the flea, I was hoping that would be the molded or okay. like the hint at the molded. Like that's the start of them creating all that because I heard that they were going to start to tie together a lot of that Resident Evil 7 stuff, which doesn't really fit very well in Resident Evil right now. Like it's right. its own new thing. So if they started to tie that into the old ones, like I remember Resident Evil 2 has a memo that talked about the molded. So I was really hoping Resident Evil 3 would bring that further as well. And Dave in Resident Evil 7, you don't have zombies. The most the most common enemy type who aren't the hillbilly family out to kill you are these muck monsters that come out of the ground and they can basically nest everywhere. And they just kind of drop out of wherever they want.
1: So it's, and it's not the T virus. It's completely different.
0: It's manufactured. It's an evolution of the T virus. Okay. I know so you the, figure that toward the end of that game.
1: There are memos in this game about the nemesis where they talk about how, what the nemesis is is a T virus patient who's got like a parasite.
0: The parasite controls them, yeah.
1: Yeah, introduced to it. But that's not anything to do with the molders.
0: No, the molded don't have parasites in them. Okay. But the family might. The
2: hillbilly family might.
0: I'd have to go back and play through Resident Evil 7 again.
2: So many memos. To read. <laughs> so many memos. That is one of the um, records or like unlockable things. You get uh points for reading all the memos. I saw that. Yeah, I haven't found them all. So I, I think,
0: think I missed three memos. It's like fifty memos in the game or something. I had like forty-seven. I was oh, like, "Okay,
1: what?" It. <laughs> <laughs> it. it's, I'm
0: missing one bobblehead. Which, by the way, the first bobblehead I figured out where it was. It's at the beginning of the game when Carlos tells you to get into the subway right after the first cutscene. I don't think I'm supposed to be looking for bobbleheads at that point. <laughs> After I get off the subway and the game really starts, you can make me look for bobbleheads. But come on, that's the only
1: bobblehead I didn't get. And ah. I won't complain about the memos, but because it is a, a staple of the Resident Evil games in the past. But they're so like telegraphed like Hey guys, just so you know, we got a safe downstairs. <laughs> this is the combination. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's just like a staple of all those, you know, old school games, whether it be Resident Evil or Dino Crisis or, or right, uh, Musha, right. like all that stuff like telegraphs it in like a really really silly way <laughs> but it does feel really really dated now <laughs> when it happens. Did anyone else again as someone who did I don't really remember the story from Resident Evil 3 originally. Mm-hmm. Did you think that Nikolai was the nemesis at one point? Because there's this one awkward cut after one of the boss fights where he's just like when you get through the gate and it just like cuts to Nikolai like right there on the other side of the gate and I'm like wait did he just transform like it really threw me off
0: i never thought that but i didn't like that because he was the nemesis so was
1: still slightly alive so it's like
0: he wouldn't go right next to that nemesis he was yet. literally this on
1: top of, like and he, yeah. ha- and he got there so- wherever he was <laughs> i know like the whole story is he's like watching everything that's going on like recording the combat day right or yeah but he was just there so fast yeah yeah i i thought that he like was actually transforming into the nemesis or something after jill was you know infected on the ground like i thought he was transforming back into the his human form or something. And I was really thrown he, off by it. He
0: was a little too bad guy for me. He was a little too telegraphing it. I was hoping it would turn out he was a good guy undercover or something. Cause he no. was such a bad guy right from the start. It's like, why is this guy on your team? He's evil for umbrella
1: standards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I liked him.
0: <laughs> he was a good at whoever played the voice actor for him. He was, he's actually pretty decent.
1: I, I think all the voice acting was really good. In the it game.
0: was unlike another game we'll be reviewing in a few weeks another remake
1: oh we're working on final fantasy seven at the moment it's just a long game I'm, we won't get into it but i think it's great so far um, uh i'm loving uh, about it uh? can't leave cloud alone <laughs> um, um but no i thought all the voice acting was great i think jill has a lot of really great lines jill
0: was really really like, good yeah
1: she's always been like my favorite resident evil character and i i wish i enjoyed playing as her more
2: right right
1: but <laughs> i do think she had some great lines with the can't even swim <laughs> I or, love that. or uh, at the end it's i don't mind a little detective work yeah yeah Or cool. during the nemesis fight it's something along the lines of oh i can't i can't think of it now but i'm like you don't think i know how to kill you because that basically after yeah. you fought it like 15 <laughs> times already
0: no she was good i i actually liked either their, way, like
1: either way this thing. is the last time is oh, yeah <laughs>
0: That's, some of the dialogue is really good. It's not I think stifled it's, or anything. It's it's very like kind of natural in this game.
1: Yeah, no, the right, I really think the writing in this game is is top notch.
0: Right. They don't say stupid lines. They don't or there's a couple of like pontificating moments that are in any kind of Japanese game with like and that's where our crisis and they really hammer home the theme to you. But there are also moments where he looks at the door and goes, "That's a weird fucking door."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he just like <laughs> takes the
0: piss out of the game, which I really like.
1: No, I, I again, on paper, I think the story And the script, for the game, and the delivery of the script is just really good. It's just some of the weird cuts and just awkward telegraph moments I didn't like. Like that that goddamn ladder I'm climbing up. Like, I know he's going to be at the top of this ladder. (laughs) (laughs) Or like I sent you a couple pictures while I was playing. I'm like, Oh, before hey, the Nemesis doing hey, this fight. Hey, Mike, do you think there's about to be a boss fight over here? Because there's, there's these giant open arenas out of nowhere. <laughs> like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I've never really liked the boss fights in the Resident Evil games. I've felt, always felt like they were out of place. This one was the first one where I was, I had more fun playing them. You enjoyed the boss. Oh, I'll, Sorry, I'll let you I had, go around first. <laughs> I had more fun playing them than I had in past Resident Evil games. I don't think they were as ill-fitting now. Maybe because Jill has more ammo. And it was more action from the start. Right, right. But in the past, I've always absolutely hated every boss fight since the very first fight with the Tyrant in Resident Evil 1. I've just not been a fan. How about you, Russ?
2: They're not bad. It was uh I'm trying to think, was the first one him running wrong, uh, running wrong, around
1: wrong, out wrong. of the... Uh,
2: <laughs> he was doing laps around the damn clock tower. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. honestly... <laughs> like,
1: he looks like my fucking dog getting <laughs> excited when I come home. Is- I mean, there was more annoying because I'm like,
2: I'm waiting for him to get up top finally. So then I could shoot him down. Uh, but like you said, we had a lot of ammo and there was, uh, you know, ammo off to the side. So I'm like, all right, or they'll have, uh, you know, some, some zombies come out that you can shoot to kind of hopefully pick something up.
0: You know what it felt like? And it's a compliment, but it's also a backhanded insult is he felt like I was fighting the chaos. Bad guy from Sonic adventure one. I don't recall the water guy every time you fight the water guy there's an open arena and you just run around the circle and wait for an opening to kill him and <laughs> shoot him at it it was always really fun back in Sonic the Hedgehog and it's a little silly in Resident Evil 3 but it's still kind of fun even though it doesn't fit Resident Evil at all there
2: shouldn't be boss fights
1: you're absolutely right there shouldn't be boss fights but there are <laughs> and they're terrible and
2: the, the, the one with Carlos helping you was kind of fun in the in the like the, the sewer call-
1: in the sewer
2: You got to shoot. He's on the electrical things. And he's like, he's on number four.
1: No, that was bad, too. (laughs) Like, it's. When I joke about my dog, it's literally he's a dog doing fucking zoomies in a yard. (laughs) He just gets real excited and starts running around in circles. You're like, what the hell is
0: even if even if you're right next to him, like clearly he has an opening and, you know, he's going to run. So just stand still.
1: Yeah. What's the what's the first boss fight? Is it the rooftop one? The first one I think is the
0: fiery rooftop, right? You have
1: have to keep shocking.
0: Well, technically, Dave, the first boss fight is when you're in the car, starting the car up, and you run him off that roof.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But with that second boss fight (laughs) on the rooftop, where you're just slowly trotting around in circles while he follows you, it's it was so boring, right? And I can't even tell if I'm hurting him. Like that's the that's the one boss fight I died in, not because it was hard, right? Because like I don't.
2: Like, what's my progression? I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I don't know if I'm making any progress here. And you just have to they're really long like I think I would like them more if they were shorter, I guess. But I don't want to spend almost 10 minutes just walking around in a big circle with this guy following me at a very slow pace, just shooting this one electrical box, just waiting for this one electrical box to come back up so I can shoot it again. And I don't it was it's just all bad. It's just (laughs) bad. I wish I can give you more color than that, but it's just bad. Well, first, if you don't
0: have to shoot the electrical box. You can just unload on him.
1: Oh, okay. But also,
0: you're still not wrong, regardless of that.
1: <laughs> it's still bad. I mean, that just
0: stuns him, so you can. It just it makes it a more. little easier. Yeah. But, but you
1: know what? What did he take? Maybe like I think I shot him with. I'm gonna say eight grenades from my grenade launcher.
0: That's probably fair, and that's um, after you've already destroyed his back,
1: right? Destroy. I don't know what you're talking about destroying his back.
0: Destroy the flamethrower on his back.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that just happens. Naturally, as I shock him and shoot him, I never went. Out. Did I go out of my way to destroy his back? I don't even remember now at this point. Either way, it was it was boring. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. I thought that one was really boring, and then I thought that one was boring because I didn't know what I was doing. And then going into the next two, I think it's, there's two more fights. Then there's not the, including the mega form, but there are there two more fights with him. Then
2: yeah, then there's yeah, the after, church, after the bridge. Church, I mean, at the uh, yeah the bridge there, and, and then, then the, the sewer
0: plant, or sewer whatever. dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and with those two, where he just decide to start doing zoomies the whole time. <laughs> it's like, OK, at that point, I accepted that the boss fights were going to take way too long. So like I wasn't worried that I wasn't making progress on him and I felt like I was making progress as I attacked him. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was boring. Like I never felt like I I was never worried about attacking me. He's charging me. It's like, OK, I just tap our base because he's, he's not very fast. Yeah, he, he thinks he's fast. He's not very <laughs> fast. I think at
0: that point, if they're going to give you boss fights like that, they should give you a health bar let me know what i'm let me know how
1: i'm doing i would love one of those. yeah I, or i would just love it if maybe two or three grenades and i'm done with them. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened in the last game and it happened
0: in this game again and i brought it up in the last episode i talked about resident evil 2 i'm gonna bring it up now there are no flash drives just readily available in 1998 and yet they 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 still have pocket drives and i don't understand that
1: <laughs> what
0: you get a flash drive at one point. You have point to remember, neither of, of us
1: were here in your last episode.
0: <laughs> in, the, in the police station in the last right. game, there were flash drives you pick up. Yeah. In this game, at the end in the lab, you pick up a pocket flash drive.
2: Yeah, yeah. Little USB drive.
1: So what's... I don't even think there is USB in oh, 1998. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, you have to talk to a scientist about that. <laughs> I'm not your source. Like, I didn't have a flash drive. Ah, I I bet you if we looked it up, flash drives became common earlier than you think. And I bet you in like a scientific level, they were like in a research level, they were used in being used even earlier than that. Right. In I'm hospitals. Gonna, I'm going to say I'm okay with it. I'm calling bullshit on it. You can, you can edit this pause out, but look at the fuck up. <laughs> 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 I bet you USB was created in like
0: 1988. <laughs> Flash drives did not begin selling until early 2000.
2: Selling. What, selling. What, what IBM
0: became the first to sell USBs in the United States in 1998. OK, now there's wait, the patent wasn't even filed until 1999, April 1999.
1: OK, this is top secret research facilities.
0: <laughs> the Raccoon City Police Department's computer uses a flash drive. <laughs> as well,
1: whatever. <laughs> How long was Resident Evil 2 remake? Because I don't think I don't think five and a half. i the length of the game. Not on my list of complaints. Like, I right. I'm fine with the experience that I got. I think
0: I because you can also play as different characters in two, I think that's why it's increased. But I do think Resident Evil Two is a little bit longer. The the yeah, se- I would yeah. Say so. because the police station and the sewers, it's all very, it's all fairly long. Both both sections.
1: any any Resident Evil game I think of, like I don't think of them as these like sprawling twenty hour narratives. I think of them as every one of them. When I think of them, like you could probably beat that in one sitting if you're. If you're feeling crazy, they
0: all have time modes where, yeah, it's like, it's meant to be beatable in like one sitting. If you want to ask, you can
1: have modes where like literally zero save. Don't they like, I believe so. The, yeah. Thing you could do like, just don't save it all. They get like some kind
0: of super weapon or something.
1: Yeah. um, I don't know, I don't know why that's a complaint about the game.
0: I don't know the complaint about the length either, except that maybe because it's a remake of a game that already came out and now it's short. Maybe that's why.
1: But I, I think if, held up in terms of quality to what Resident Evil 2 Remake does in terms of like atmosphere and intensity mm-hmm. I don't think you'd be hearing anything about the like. I think people would be like oh thank god it's over <laughs> <laughs> in a good way <laughs> <laughs> not like me where I was like thank god it's over <laughs> right I said and I, I said I
2: sat down and streamed it and beat it all in one sitting and I was like fine with whatever okay I paid 60 bucks I had a good time with it I can go back and play it a few more times they do have those rewards that they uh try to entice you with where you can have different yeah, shop uh costumes i did buy the uh classic jill outfit mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. um and they have you know infinite ammo of other weapons
1: the medallions yeah yeah one one good thing that or two good things out of the shop is they have the uh the bolt cutters and lock pick that you can buy oh right so off the if, bat if you buy those right off the bat you know you could save a lot of time on your playthrough right just because you don't have to go searching. Yeah, have that we... roadblock in your way. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure if you want to get the two hour playthrough, I almost bet that you need to come in with with those two items. I oh, guess. yeah, I would assume. I don't know.
2: Or at least the bolt cutters, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that gives you some more replay value there. I'd started it a few times. I haven't completed again. Like I would play for a certain point and then just start from the beginning again. And I said I was playing last night and I got all the way to the uh, train station where it leaves And then I forgot to get the shotgun. And I'm like, ah,
1: (laughs) how are you missing all these weapons? I know it's just
2: like running around. So
1: so why did you start over this time? Is it because like you're you want to start fresh for your stream or? No,
2: I just wanted to get those uh, the points. Like I was looking at the challenges. I was like, all right, kill 80 zombies with your handgun and you get, you know, 1200 points. Mm -hmm. And I I, first time around, I got those jewels and I never know where to put them. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, oh, it's in the train station. You got to. Put it over here. OK, and then you got an extra hip pouch out of that. So stuff like that. I was kind of going through just to, you know, get more playtime out of it. Yep.
0: I will say as much as we're kind of pooping on this game. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not Russ, <laughs> but I did enjoy the game. And toward the end, I started to enjoy it more, realize what it was. It was just a more action, shorter Resident Evil that really did kind of encourage me more than most to go back and play it again. I do want to play through Resident Evil 2 again, but mostly only because I played through Leon and I still have to do Claire. But this one is the first one where I was like, I think I could take on the challenges because it is a little easier, which for better or worse, at least is the first one I might want to go back to to just to complete those challenges. Cool. (laughs) I definitely don't (laughs) think it's complete garbage, but I do think it's not anywhere near the Resident Evil 2 remake.
1: There's there's cool stuff in it. Like this is a game that I and you should never say this about a video game, which is why it's a bad game, in my opinion, (laughs) is I would have more fun watching a video of the game that Russ posted on YouTube, if he just like made a couple cuts in it and stuff like, right. just like, hey, here's the game in four hours, like a quick playthrough, like a quick run of it. I'd have more fun watching that than I would actually playing the game. Interesting. And just because I felt like there was so much just wandering around unnecessarily.
2: That, that's <sighs> what kind of helped me out because someone who was watching me was like, I beat the game three or four times and I would get to a uh, a safe and he's like, Oh, here's the combination. Because I was like, I don't know this. One of the combinations was two numbers. Yeah. And I was like, that's why never. That's That's not not in real life. life. It's (laughs) always three.
0: I like that the code, the locker ones are the same as the first game. Yes. I was like, all right. cap, (laughs) DCM and cap done.
1: (laughs) That's all I got. (laughs) Yeah. Like uh, for as negative as I'm being. I mean, I I knew going in, I was going to be negative. I actually really do like the story. just they didn't like the presentation of the story
2: i said i thought it was great that they you know you get the throwback to two and you already played two and you're like oh we're back in the police station and this
1: this is how they oh there's the cop there's this guy and you're like cool i'm i'm really nervous it was it's heavily rumored right now that four is going to be the next one
2: that they do
1: four is already the over the shoulder the change of perspective right Mm -hmm.
2: that's where everything changed
1: in quick time
2: events and all that
1: Four. It, I'm not a huge fan of four, but I know four by a lot of people is considered like the pinnacle of the Resident Evil series. I don't think they should remake it. I don't get why no, they no, want to no. do a Zero or a Code Veronica. if That's also tank controls and like
2: yeah, like what else could they improve? It's, it's, it's not, already pretty good graphically. Yeah, it's not old <laughs> enough yet. Right. Yeah. Wait a couple more generations.
1: <laughs> so I'm a little nervous. Like from here, that.
2: they should obviously go to Resident Evil Eight. Well, Eight is rumored well, 8, to be made right now 8 as well. Is,
1: no, it is happening. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to come out next year. right? I mean, there was the, the Resident Evil Village. Thing. I don't know if that was a rumor or not, but it's a uh, it's a the logo was Resident Evil and it said village. But then the V.I.L.L. was the eight
0: or the eight. Yeah,
1: um, it's it's
0: basically confirmed. There's somebody who's on their Resident Evil has Resident Evil insiders or something. I'm a member of it, but I guess I don't play enough Resident Evil to qualify for anything. <laughs> but if you play enough of it, they qualify you to play like the pre alphas of different games. And they tell you you're not supposed to leak anything. But of course, people have been leaking stuff like there's witches and there's going to be a whole bunch of different, like really scary. It's going to be horror again, first person. You're going to play as Ethan again, plus maybe a couple other characters um, and continue on the story of Seven, kind of.
2: Mm. Which I'm much more
0: excited for that than the remakes at this point, unless they do Veronica. I'm also okay with a zero because I'd like to go back to the mansion in a remake. Yeah, Re- remake one of the rail shooters. <laughs> no, no, Russ. And VR. No, no I'm disconnecting your microphone.
2: <laughs> Speaking about making. <laughs> Plug us up, Russ. Well, what do you got? If you guys like making stuff. I made on my YouTube channel a Resident Evil first aid spray. You can make your replica to put on your shelf there. Kind of a spray paint can, a label, some glue. A Little bit of paint.
1: It looks very authentic and uh, real. And yeah. again, where can they where can they find it? It was at youtube.com slash Russ Lyman. That's it. <laughs> or russ <Russ-Liman>. Lyman.com. <laughs> and funny, last
2: night I, I reposted on Twitter. Um I was like, hey, if you guys haven't checked out my new video, you know, here's a you know a screenshot Wait, of on it. On Twitter, where where at Twitter, Russ? At uh, Russ Lyman. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know no do, hyphen? do you know who retweeted that tweet? Capcom. Capcom. Australia. Nice. <laughs> Down under. Couldn't
0: get
1: Japan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Close enough.
0: So Russ, not only
2: do they see you do it yourselves on YouTube, but you also stream games as well, obviously. yep. I, I stay to YouTube. I don't do the Twitch. So I try to keep it um, all on one platform. So I'll stream from YouTube and all my DIY stuff will be on there. So if you follow me on Twitter, you know, it'll be a tweet when I go live or just put notifications on, on, on YouTube there. But yeah, I have a few Resident Evil videos um, that I did. I have toys that came out in the 90s of Resident Evil 1 and 2 that I picked up at KB and they're still sealed in the it in there. And uh, I did a review last year on those. So I have a video linked uh, for that on my newest uh, DIY. There, I was like, hey, check this out. Nice. I like I like Resident Evil games and stuff. <laughs> and I have a cool uh, I, I wore during the stream, a Stars like track jacket. It says stars across and has the uh the RPD like badge on it. But that was kind of neat. Nice. Good.
0: If you want to see more about Russ, we'll actually pin his uh YouTube link in the description of this episode as well. So you can just go to that hyperlink.
1: Dude, can I plug something? Go ahead. SW seven three six zero six eight eight five zero zero. Two, five. That's my switch code,
0: guys. He just wants to see what your turner prices are.
1: I need to make some goddamn money.
0: All right, guys. So I think that's it for this episode of Two Player Bros. Next week, you can join us for our episode on Shovel Knight Treasure Trove.
2: Hell yeah. Nice. That's
0: right. So, anyway, for Two Player Bros, I'm Mike. S. <laughs> w. And that's Dave. And, uh, Keep on gaming. Wait. Now, what do you want?
1: You got to say goodbye to Russ, too.
0: Oh, that's true. All I'm right. just here.
1: Guys, where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> for, two player, for two player bros, I'm Mike.
0: That's Dave.
1: Why would you just... You're, at, you're so do bad Do I go, I'm this? Russ? <laughs> Why would
0: I, I say goodbye to Russ before we, before we yeah, call you're ourselves you're out? Guys. Guys I don't last call last.
1: myself out. Oh, you said
0: it last time. <laughs> so... So anyway, guys, for two player bros, <laughs> wait, wait,
1: I got, I got this. Go, go, go call us out. Do, do the <sighs> Let me get comfortable here. <laughs> anyway, guys, for Mike Butler and Russ Lyman, I'm Dave Cannon. <laughs> nope, I don't like it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guys, for Mike and Russ, I'm Dave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, guys, that's it for this episode of two player bros. I'm Mike with me as always is Dave. And again, joining us as our special guest star was Russ Lyman from YouTube.com slash Russ Lyman or Russ hyphen Lyman. I don't
1: like this either.
0: Fuck you! What's happening? It was all
1: bad.
2: (laughs) Rolls off the tongue pretty
1: good. Russ, why
0: don't
2: you outro us? (laughs) Hyphen Lyman.
1: Russ, we need we need your your content creator expertise here. How do we end this fucking podcast?
2: (laughs) Make sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This has been Two Player Bros. Nice.
1: Perfect. I just want to drink a fucking surge right now. (laughs)